Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Nerd Wallet, Finance smarter. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Murder Homes is a production of iHeart Podcasts. I asked to be put in the uh, most haunted room in the house. The uh, manager at the time had me in the Andrew and Abby boarding bedroom. Uh, so that was where they slept. It wasn't where any murders occurred. The first night was really, really eerie. That night I heard male voices and I heard footsteps and furniture moving from the third floor above me. I just really didn't feel, you know, easy. It felt really kind of creepy. And then the second night I slept in the same room, but that's a suite and they're two bedrooms. I slept mm-hmm. in the side room, which is kind of enclosed. And I was working in the bed sheets for my laptop and I felt a presence enter the room and like all the hair like on my neck stood on end. Okay. And I thought, wow, this is really strange. So I, it was like some presence entered the room and and I felt something press its hand on the bed sheet. And I thought, wow, this is really weird. That's Lance Zal, owner of the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast. He's describing what it felt like to spend a night at the former home of Lizzie Borden, who, on the morning of August 4th, 1892, was accused of brutally murdering her stepmother and father with an axe. I'm going to guess that you remember the rhyme. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. In fact, she gave her stepmom 20 and her dad a mere 10, probably because the handle broke off at that point. Although she was acquitted, no other suspect was ever found, and to this day, people are fascinated by the notorious case. A few weeks after that interview, Lance invited me to come up to Fall River, Massachusetts, and stay in the home myself. I have to say I was excited at first. Who doesn't like a summer road trip, especially in a nice attic room? But a few days before my departure, I have to admit I got a tiny bit nervous. I mean, I've never stayed in a murder home before, and Lance was graciously putting me up in the attic, where a live-in maid named Bridget Sullivan had first heard Lizzie screaming that her father was dead. I thought I might need a little advice on how to deal with any potential ghost that might be wandering through the home, especially after seeing a horrific crime photo of Andrew Borden, lying sideways on a couch, one eyeball cleaved in two, his boots still on. 
So I called up my favorite ghost hunting husband and wife team, Barb and Mark Nelson. So my question is, what kind of things do I look for? Not being a psychic, but looking for paranormal things. So what you would look for when you're going into a home like this is you want to see, are you picking up anything on equipment? A digital recorder, EMF meter, camera. If you have nothing set up in terms of equipment, I would go in and take a pulse. Okay. Uh, Take Um, a pulse. Sorry, take a pulse metaphorically or my own pulse or (laughs) i would see how you feel when you walk into a room i know you're not psychic but sometimes they don't need you to be terribly psychic in Mm -hmm. order to communicate with you you have your own equipment on your body because your hair will stand up on your arms okay it's like you know how when you rub the rug and then you get the shock or whatever? Static. So the energy will be in whatever room the entity or spirit is, and you'll feel it on your arms, your back of your head, or the hair standing up. Okay. So right away, that's a quick way to get an idea that, oh, something's here. Ghosts can communicate to you from many part of the home. It's most likely that you're either dealing with Lizzie Borden herself or her parents, or all three of them. And so what I would say is that they're not trapped, most likely, in one area. So the idea that you're not in the room where the murder took place may be completely irrelevant to to your experience. So what I would say is that when you walk in, you say, Hello, I'm Matt. I'm here. I'm going to be staying overnight. If someone wants to step forward and introduce yourself, please reach out. Just like that, just like what you said. Right. I would totally do. Right. We also use these things. You can get them at like PetSmart. It's a cat play ball, and it's just a plastic ball that lights up when mm-hmm. you touch it. And so we put those around the room, and then when their energy is close to that, it'll light it up. So at least you'll know that something is there in the room with you. Okay. And I think they're like a dollar. One other thing I would recommend mm-hmm. is finding out what was a popular song from that era, 1892? The idea is if you have a small trigger device or something that would be interesting to them. Pay attention to smells. You might mm-hmm. smell a perfume. Some people say they smell like roses. That's usually a sign of something around you. Or cigar smell. Maybe he smokes cigars. Taking Barb and Mark's advice, I selected a few old-timey tunes on Spotify that Lizzie and her murdered parents might find tasteful, packed up the cat balls and my new electromagnetic field device, and then I hit the road. This is Murder Homes. I'm Matt Marinovich. drive north gave me a lot of time to think about the facts of the case and my own theory, which is Lizzie did it, 100%. First, she had the motive. Her stepmom, Abby, who she hated, was trying to screw her out of her father's money. And her father, Andrew, a humorless stick in the mud who had a very frosty relationship with his two daughters and never put them first despite his accumulating wealth. There had been an awful fight about money a few months before. Serious enough that Lizzie and her sister had temporarily been banished from the home. And when Lizzie returned, her stepmom was happy to treat her like a servant again. Every summer day, 
no matter how hot they were. An endless list of chores had to be completed. Ironing, scrubbing, changing sheets, laundry, more ironing. On the sweltering morning of the murders, Lizzie's stepmom had given her the worst task in the house, heating up two flat irons over a crackling fire so that she could press 18 of her father's handkerchiefs. The heat and boredom alone must have made her feel murderous. Lizzie, with no suitors, with barely any friends, no hope of a real inheritance, living in a home she despised because it wasn't even on the right side of the tracks, must have felt like she had nothing to lose when she hiked up her dress and walked down to the basement, grasping the axe. As soon as the live-in maid, Bridget Sullivan, left the home to wash the windows outside, and her father walked out to check on his many rental properties, Lizzie had her chance. She was alone with her despised stepmom. Walking slowly up the stairs with the axe in her right hand, she could see her stepmom puffing up some pillows on a bed. Abby Borden heard the creak of the floorboard behind her, turned, and Lizzie swung the axe through the air and sank it deep into her stepmom's skull, yanking it out just in time to enjoy the sight of her falling face first on the floor. Lizzie struck her another 19 times, an oblong pool of blood spreading on the carpet. You have to picture Lizzie at that moment, stepping away from the body, her heart pounding, both thrilled and terrified about what had just occurred. It most definitely wasn't boring. Dad was next, but we'll get to that later. I had arrived in Fall River, which was nothing like the quaint New England refuge I'd pictured. I was slowly climbing the long, slow curve of 2nd Street, past tanning salons and hair parlors, and what seemed like endless parking lots and fast food restaurants, when I suddenly saw it, and passed it just as fast. I made a U-turn and pulled into its narrow driveway, bathed in sweat because of my car's faltering AC. It was almost the exact temperature it had been on that very hot day of August 4th, 1892, when Lizzie would be heard screaming inside the home and then desperately running for help. The house is still in pristine condition. It's painted a drab green and sits on top of a rocky hill overlooking Hope Bay. I'd arrived just in time to see a tour group walking out, so I grabbed my mic and introduced myself. I'd settled firmly on Lizzie being the murderer, but maybe they had other theories. Can, can, I, ask you, can I ask you why, what brought you here? My friend and I are doing a, a road trip. We flew in from California to Boston and rented a car, and we're just doing the whole New England coastal thing, and she's a huge Lizzie Borden okay. fan, and I grew up knowing the whole Lizzie Borden poem thingy. You know a lot about Lizzie Borden. I do, yeah. I am very fascinated so- with serial killers and all the kind of weird and crazy so was your mind changed do you do you think she did it i still think she did it whether she did it alone or not i don't know but yeah i agree i just think at the time that the murders happened it was very unusual i think people were afraid to maybe convict a woman or to believe that a woman could create such a you know heinous crime standing in the shade of a maple tree was the tour group guide named karen she was wearing a long red gown to put people in the mood to hear about Lizzie. My personal theory, it wasn't popular back then, but it is now. She paid somebody. The timing and everything, and there was no blood on her. She didn't even have a hair out of place. All the neighborhood around here was Irish immigrants. Yes. They had a hard life. They didn't have an easy life. She could have easily paid 
an Irish immigrant. She just got all that money from her father for selling the house on Ferry Street. And, and bad blood with her stepmother. Correct. I think she paid somebody. She was the lookout in the barn, helped him get away, and then ran and... And what about Bridget, like, washing the windows? Wasn't there a risk with her kind of being around the house at the time? It was a risk. But remember, Bridget was on that side of the house at 9.30. This side? That side. Okay. Where the yellow house is. Okay. Okay, I got it, yeah. She was over there, so she wouldn't see anybody over here. And she was washing the windows and not inside the house. She She wouldn't have seen anybody here. Karen's mention of Bridget Sullivan washing the windows outside the home is one of the perpetually infuriating aspects of the case. Because how could the maid not see what was happening inside the parlor when Andrew Borden was killed? But maybe it was because Lizzie had made her close those blinds before her father came home. The windows being washed outside as a bloodbath occurs is haunting. The image of Bridget splashing water upwards from a pail to hit the second floor window she couldn't reach, with no idea of the butchering that was going on inside. This sense of life going on at the worst moments, or more specifically, how close we sometimes are to the worst moments without even knowing it. I particularly love Karen's theory that Lizzie hired an Irish hitman from a more unseemly part of town, Corky Row, where the poor were tightly packed into dingy tenements. I imagine Lizzie in her typical silk shirt and blue blouse, passing by stray dogs on the cobblestone streets to rendezvous with a seasoned criminal. Lizzie despised the Irish just as much as the other Protestants in town, but she hated her penny-pinching father even more. When I interviewed Lance, he told me that many of the structural elements of the original home are intact. For instance, he said the steps, the staircase you hear me walking up, are just as they were the morning of the murders. It's one of the creakiest staircases I've ever walked up. And if it was halfway as noisy on August 4th, 1892, Abby Borden would have definitely heard her murderer walking up the steps toward the second floor. And the only reason she would have continued puffing up the pillows is that she wouldn't have been concerned. She would have known that there was only one other person in the home with her at the time. Harmless Lizzie. We'll be back after a short break. As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every case I've studied, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. Just this week, a neighbor across the street told me that at 8 in the morning, he had seen three men run down the block and beat and rob a man who was carrying a bag of tools. I always think of this as a safe neighborhood, but I have to admit, I don't have that feeling 100% of the time. That's why I feel a little bit more at peace knowing that Simply Safe, with its entry sensor, motion detectors, and cameras, is always on the lookout for me. Simply Safe was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by the U.S. News and World Report, and it's backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than one dollar a day. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/homes. That's simplysafe.com slash homes. There's no safe like Simply Safe. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. 
Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels. And do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We're back with Murder Homes. So I'm standing in the attic of the Lizzie Borden home, and I'm looking at some dolls, or the doll is looking at me, and they've tastefully appointed the attic room with a replica of Lizzie Borden's dress to my left. And then we have the dolls. We have a teddy bear. We have a panda bear. They look like they're from about 1899. And then more toys over here, some towels. A lot of animals and toys, and that's about it for right now. I'm alone in the house, and I've just visited the other rooms. That's me in the attic of the Lizzie Borden home. I figured it would be nice to have a little recording of my voice, just in case Lizzie ambushed me on the way to the shared bathroom in the middle of the night. And then, after sending my daughters a picture of the three dolls looking at me and feeling somewhat brave, I creaked back down the stairs again. I headed to the South Coast Plaza Mall in Fall River where I ate a chicken sandwich huddled over my car, sweat dribbling down my forehead as the day got hotter and hotter. When I headed back to the Lizzie Borden home, the tour group and their cars were gone. For a moment in the stifling heat, walking up to her home, I could feel the toxic mixture of her boredom and loneliness and hopelessness. That was before I entered the keypad code and felt a welcoming blast of air conditioning, one of the few modern updates to the house. There would be only two other guest rooms occupied that night, one by a couple who really looked like they didn't want to be there, but had braved it because their kids had booked the room for them as an anniversary present. Then an entire family who filed straight into the most expensive room, where Abby Borden was killed. They locked the door behind them as if they were going to conduct a seance. They would not reappear again until the following morning. By the time I'd situated myself back in the attic, I decided to go through the ghost hunting checklist that Barb and Mark had recommended. I tossed a couple of cat balls on the floor, introduced myself to Lizzie, and also to Abby and Andrew in case they were hanging around there too. Played an old-timey song on my phone to get the ghost in a more receptive mood, and then I fired up the EMF. I was disappointed to see that there was absolutely zero electromagnetic interference. And I hate to say this, but as darkness fell, and as I checked some work emails and read a few pages of a book, I felt almost comfortable, or to be more accurate, a little bored. Uh, Just a thought here in the Lizzie Borden attic. One of the weird things about a murder home is when you get a little bit used to it and the sun is still up, you kind of look for things like what the Wi-Fi password is, which I think is a little bit strange considering she hacked her parents to death the floor below me. Just a thought at 6.52 p.m. I'll keep you updated. It's uh, 
7.09 p.m., so these updates are coming fast and furious, but I'm probably going to pass out soon because there's not much else to do, and as I confer with my neighbors, there's no board games here, or obviously there's no television of any sort. The wildfires from Canada are kind of obscuring the sun right now, but I have to say from the attic, Lizzie would have had a pretty nice view, and it has a nice vantage point. It's on a slight hill, but a nice view of the entire city of Fall River. It wasn't until the sun came up, a little after seven in the morning, that I had a strange experience. I was just about to record one last diary entry from the attic, envious of the family downstairs, who I could hear happily climbing down the steps, talking about everything they'd been spooked by that night. At first, it seemed silly. It was a box containing an emergency stepladder, just in case the boarding home burst into flame and the guests in this room had to escape. I was staring at the photograph on the face of the box. A father was helping his daughter out of a burning home, onto a ladder. But it's her appearance and expression that were all wrong. She looked like a fucking evil child. And she was looking down at her father with his arms outstretched with this disgusted expression. It's as if she'd rather burn up in the home he's trying to save her from and return to hell than let him touch her. So there's that. And this. Maybe ghosts come to us in ways we don't expect aren't lured by dolls and cat balls and electronic devices, but speak to us when they see fit or are curious enough about the living to drop a subtle hint. And there's also the fact that this is really a murder home. And by the time I walked down those creaking stairs the last time, it really felt like it. It's a small home, much more intimate than I had pictured. The parlor where Andrew Borden was slain is not some grand room. It measures 14 by 14 feet. I had a few minutes to stand in it all by myself in silence. Someone had tastefully placed a replica axe on the arm of the replica couch where his real head had once been split open. But despite this, I could see him. His fingers clenched nearly into fists, his long body tilted at the odd angle as rigor mortis had set in. Legs outstretched, boots still on, his face a pulpy mess of blood and tissue. The jacket he wore, neatly folded underneath his cheek before he took a nap. We'll be back after a short break. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We're back with Murder Homes. Lizzie's last moments with her father in the parlor were so ordinary and mildly affectionate that it might have felt like any other morning. I've enlisted the help of my producer, JB, to play the part of Lizzie here as she testifies in court. Where did you leave him? On the sofa. Was he asleep? No, sir. Was he reading? No, sir. What was the last thing you said to him? I asked him if he wanted the window left that way. Then I went into the kitchen, and from there to the barn. In the barn behind the home, she ate three pears by a window as she stared down at her own home, then looked for some lead sinkers since she planned to go fishing. This was her alibi. When she returned to 232nd Street, her father was dead. Three pears. She was exact about some things and hazy about the things she chose not to remember. She had a night key, and on her way up the stairs, after a day spent teaching at the local Sunday school, she would enter that house as if it were filled with strangers, as quietly as she could, desperate to avoid them. She must have already felt like a ghost. Maybe as she crept up the stairs in the evening, she had begun to see 232nd as a thief might, each room mapped out, her timing perfected. She had nothing to lose. Did you see the blood on the floor? No, sir. You saw his face covered with blood? Yes, sir. Did you see his eyeball hanging out? No, sir. See the gashes where his face was laid open? No, sir. I keep thinking of Bridget Sullivan laying down on her bed before noontime, then hearing Lizzie scream. What happens to a scream? Are there nano traces of it that are still embedded somewhere? Can it be conjured out of the air again? How about Lizzie's voice, the look in her eye? This woman who was always a loner at school and remembered for her sharp sarcasm, but who also had such a soft spot for animals that years after she had inherited her father's fortune, had two bronze plaques that you can still see today. They are screwed above the stable doors where her dead horses had once lived. Lizzie was eventually acquitted, and despite being shunned by Fall River Society after the trial, she chose to stay there. She and her sister Emma moved to a bigger home in a better part of town called Maplecroft where she remained until her death in 1927. Lance Sell bought 232nd Street for $2 million in 2022. This is Murder Homes. I'm Matt Murnovich. Murder Homes is a production of iHeart Podcasts. For more shows from iHeart Podcasts, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. 
Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.